still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Man, oh man, my emails are exploding about these virginity parties. Jesus, they're common, evidently. We got to bring back shame, man. <laughs> Please give me a little, uh, uh, give me some of that Evelyn King, Evelyn Champagne King. Uh, all right, hang on. That needs to happen. He said, uh, I'm calling BS, John. Those parents sound like swingers and they're introducing their children and possibility of children's friends to an orgy. This is gross. He <laughs> could be tired. A kid orgy. You know, the porn generation is, uh, you know, mid-20s, late-20s now. Different world. But it is, yeah. I mean, I've got like seven or eight people. Like, my daughter was invited to a lost her virginity party. My oldest daughter is 24. Uh, her sister, she went to her sister's... Or no, wait, oh, no, I see what he's saying. He said, like, it must be the friend's sister. Her friend's sister had a 16-year-old lost her virginity party. And the boy was there. Like, he's in on it, too. Like, what the... Can you imagine the dad, like, like if your sister had one of those and the guy showed up, oh. your dad would lose his mind. My dad would have that as a sting operation to kill the kid. Well, we'll celebrate your virginity. Call the boy over. This will be great. Got to have our shame back. <laughs> shame. In fact, this morning is a lesson. 98 KUPD would like you to shame your child for whatever reason. Wake him up and give him some shame. Make up a story. Lie to them. Make them feel bad about something today so they knock off all this entitlement. Shame them right into their start. Like, what did I do wrong? Make them wake up every morning going, what What have I done wrong? And then they'll be on their P's and Q's like you're on to them. I can't believe that. Sorry, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Evelyn's going now. Damn. Champagne King. What a song. <laughs> but I'm sure it'll be a TV show soon. Like MTV. Well, MTV celebrated teen moms to the point where they had auditions for it. Yeah. I remember like, are you a teen mom? Would you too like many. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you a whore? Come You're on down. encouraging. They went out. They get pregnant. Like they're, you'll yeah. get famous. Oh, right. I'm sure there were kids like, I'm getting on that teen mom. I'm going to be famous. Didn't one of them wind up doing porn? Yeah. Okay. Farrah Abraham. That's right. Butt stuff, too. Hmm. 
pretty good. I remember uh, in high school, <laughs> look it up. There's a couple of um, um, girls. Their mom, you know, was their best friend, so they knew. And the guy that was uh, the friend that was going out with them, the mother knew that they were getting it on, but his parents wouldn't know. Yeah, because they want to kill and him. It, but he's like so uncomfortable. I go over to her house, and mom's like, "So how's it going? Oh, you geez, guys man. having fun together? I'm hosing your daughter." You know what? I'm going to leave and let you guys. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to hose your daughter. Uh, yeah, so it's strange, but uh, I like Kelly Turley just emailed and said to quote Sheriff Buford T. Justice, what in the hell is this world coming to, boy? <laughs> I agree. They're making it too easy. I keep saying it's the easiest time to be alive. You're making it too easy for those kids to get whatever they want. Virginity party. Bananas. And then on the flip side, they turn everything into a drama. The thing that's going on with uh, Pat McAfee, which I think, like, Pat McAfee is very entertaining. I'm not a podcast guy because I already got enough going on. I don't want to sit and listen to podcasts. But I like Pat McAfee. Every time he's on TV, I'm like, he's he's fun. He's, like, funny. He's got great energy. His stories are are hilarious about when he played in the NFL, and his Pat McAfee show is great. Stands up to Brett Favre and that oh, whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to sue Brett Favre and yeah. Brett Favre's suing him. He's like, good, come get me. There's, I got nothing to lose here. Uh, and now he's in trouble. Like, there's a, a witch hunt against him because he made a, a Larry Nasser joke. Uh, something about Michigan State's new uniforms. Now, the guy he was talking to went to Michigan State, was on some sort of design team, and he made fun of the uniforms going, eh, was Larry Nasser in on the design? Because this is another bad idea. Basically saying, in my opinion, as a like a, a person who's not humorless, I looked at it like he's bashing the dude who went to Michigan State for going to a school that Larry Nasser went to. He's making fun of whatever they're looking at, saying, wow, another bad idea for Michigan State. Let's remember your worst idea, keeping Larry Nasser on staff for 14 years, the world's worst person. And he's, you know, he's giving his buddy the shit. You know, he's giving him a throw. He's elbowing him. He's punching. Everybody's like, you can't make jokes about Larry Nasser. And he's like, no, no, no. I was giving my buddy shit. It wasn't about you. You can't make Larry Nasser jokes. And he's like, the fuck? Ooh, jeez. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to dump that. Like, the f- I can't. <laughs> See, I got real comfortable with it. He's like, the F, I can't. I'll make jokes about Larry Nasser all day. And then it starts to kind of turn into this, you know, Pat McAfee's in trouble and all these people are coming after him. But the best thing is he kind of owns his own show, except for now he's going over to network stuff. And now he's got bosses and, um, you know, advertisers that, you know, he, he can screw it up for a whole network. They're, I don't understand that. I'll never understand that. Like you, And like, then it creates more because he now I said, oh, he apologizes. Well, he, well, what he said, it wasn't half-hearted. It was a That's great what, apology. But, it was a great apology. But those opinionated pieces coming out. They're saying, oh, he's. Because he said there's no getting around how he apologized. If you're going to apologize, let Pat McAfee be the blueprint for it. Because he said, I'm sorry if someone, he did a girl apology. I'm sorry if I offended someone who decided to take my words and twist them into something else. That's what girls do. I'm sorry you're so mad at me. I'm sorry what I said turned into this big mess because you. Oh, you're not apologizing for being sad. You're sorry because I have a feeling about that. You're sorry I brought it up. That's what he did. And that's gold. He, he did a girl apology, which is, I'm sorry that you dot, dot, dot. Not, I'm sorry I screwed up. Yeah. I'm sorry that you did something with my words. I'm, so, I'm sorry that you screwed this up. That's a great apology. That's a girl apology. Mac, if you did it. What happened to us, though, that the people like Larry, like, I remember Michael Jackson was 
a pretty taboo topic we're joking about. Nonstop Still to jokes. this day. Nonstop goofing on Michael Jackson banging kids. Jared from Subway for some reason. Nonstop that. Larry Nasser did horrible, horrible things. Is in jail forever and ever and ever. Uh, not allowed to joke about that one. Why? There's victims. There's everything else. Why is it that we're being, you know, uptight about this to where, you know, people Joe are like, well, Paterno, you can't just... Sandusky. Sandusky. Joe Paterno. We, we'll make those jokes all day. Is it because it's known famous people that he did it to? Is it because it's girls? I mean, Jared did girls. I mean, that was terrible. I mean, why is why is Pat McAfee in trouble for a guy who's clearly... An, it's a good reference for a horrible person. Like, if you want to go terrible human being tied to Michigan State, and you're trying to make a joke about that. Larry Nash is your first yeah, guy. Yeah, who's I, the worst guy possible from that right. thing? How can, can I make... In charge of that. Right, how can I make this Michigan State alumnist feel horrible about where he went to school? How can I... Because that's college. Rivalries and everything else. You're a you know Ohio State guy. Yeah. If Larry Nasser was at Michigan, all you'd see in Ohio State-Michigan weekend at the, at the shoe in Columbus are signs about Larry Nasser. If Michigan had a Joe Paterno problem... Ohio State would capitalize. When I was there with you 20 years ago, Ann Arbor is a whore was everywhere. I didn't, I didn't even know Ann Arbor was a real lady. I just thought it was, I thought, for some reason, I thought it was a, like a bluff or a, they named well, Ann Arbor is a whore is horrible to whoever the Arbor family is and whoever the lady they named all of the city after. I died laughing every time I saw the sign. They were everywhere. Shirts. And I know that stuff. he's been at multiple schools, but. Imagine, I mean, the the Urban Meyer uh, over the past couple of years on the the brunt of jokes or yeah, but he, it's a well, different. Look, he didn't commit a crime. Yeah. He was just a douchebag. Well, he's a heel. He's a complete. Yeah. He's a complete. Like he, it isn't even about where he went to school. Urban Meyer is just a c word, and that it's easy to make fun of that. You're not going to. Nobody's going to come after you. Go. How dare you make fun of Urban Meyer? Because he's done it to he's himself. He's a chaser. Yeah, he's an asshole. And basically, we're just saying that guy's an asshole. So if you talk somebody to Ohio State, I'm like, oh yeah, you guys worship assholes. Yeah, and there's no like Ohio State person is like that's what you're that's what you're trying to do with your buddies as guys is like give them a punch that they're like ah damn it I lose this one you know whenever Brady says I got my degree from uh, University of Ohio my obvious next line is so please talk slower mm-hmm. so you know it's like you yep. know it's not a great degree is the joke like anybody could do it it's for dumb people that's the joke because you want to give a guy a shot at his life choice of college. It means something, and it's you like, know Harvard man. You used to give, you used to be able to give to people about OJ Simpson. I mean, how often do we joke about OJ and that horrible thing? Hilarious. Not awful. Why is Pat McAfee in trouble for Larry Nasser? Larry Nasser is the worst thing that ever happened to Michigan State. The worst thing. Pretty much, if you're going to make fun of Michigan State. Pretty, pretty much the top-of-the-line reference that everybody's going to get. Now, you might know something else about Michigan State that, you know, a couple of the professors might. Nobody's going to get your reference. That's a broad, everybody-gets-it thing. And he's doing a show to try to appeal to everyone. So I hope Pat McAfee just nails these people that are going after it. It's a big, like, everybody started to chase him. Like, why? If you're humorless, just stay humorless. Don't make everyone else have to fall to you. You don't like a joke? Guess what? Starting now, it's over. That's it. The guy made a joke you didn't like, and your life didn't change. You're over. It's done. What's interesting is uh, someone did a poll. They polled 6,000 people. I'll talk about it more. Brady Report about whether or not can society, can we take a joke today? It'll no. Be a, a, the Compared results to what? Are interesting. Compared to what? 
It all depends on just the, in general. Right, what uh, it it all depends on how you comp it compared to our parents. And that's what they no, yeah, not at all. The, the the no, and even compared to like, yeah, people my age, more sensitive than our parents. My grandpa didn't take jokes well because he wasn't smart enough to understand funny. My, my mom's dad did. My dad's dad wasn't a funny man. He didn't understand jokes. He, he <laughs> like you joke that with him. Alvar. Yeah, but I mean, his wife called him like his name was Fat. Oh, quiet down, Fat. And he'd just stand there with his head down, like I am fat. Like that was how he registered everything. She is right about my fat. I am fat. Like he didn't see it as huge. And then he'd laugh sometimes, and it was the greatest thing in the world. It's like, oh my god. He can do it. Dude didn't laugh. He didn't get it. And he didn't have any reference points to make you laugh. He didn't. Unless you could joke around about slaughtering an animal because that's what he did every day. I was down there cutting the chicken's heads off and something funny happened. I'm like, well, you've lost. The story's lost me. The uh, the intro was horrible. Because <laughs> now I'm just picturing a bleeding chicken and you're about to tell me something funny about that. And very rarely was it funny. Yeah, so dumb old people probably not really good about taking jokes, but they used to give each other quite a ribbing. Our generation's probably the worst. Like as we far got, as what? Well, we got breaking real, balls. Oh. Oh, breaking balls. Oh, yeah. We got good at it. Oh yeah, we got. And great then the next generation it. just turned into pussies. Pussies. The one before us probably dumb. We knocked it out of the yard. And you know who I got to give it to? A black culture. Because that's a group of people that bust balls in a great way. The dozens makes me wish I was black because that would have been awesome to just get out there and just stand on a street corner and start ripping each other's moms or, oh, hilarious. And you have to learn to take a joke. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. But yeah, I, I would say generationally, I think it just comes back to sensitivity. You make you make people too sensitive to everything, then jokes start hurting. When you uh, would say that about the generation, the next generation up, yeah, not being able to take it, be interesting to see what their perception is. Oh, I can take. Well, I'll tell you this. I think. Or would they admit the same thing? I think they can't get a joke. Because they don't have any reference points. Like, they're unaware of the past. You can't bring up, like, you know... I, don't, I doubt you could even bring up friends with most people Kirby's age but and I make a joke know. about I, Joey and Ross. They're unaware yeah, of things that came before them. Reference, yeah. And that's not even that bad. But, like, I knew Leave it to Beaver jokes. I knew, you know, like, you're you you you're well... Oh, everything I watched was, old was early 60s. You, you became, like, well-rounded by knowing things that came yeah. before you. In pop culture. Leave it to Beaver, my favorite Things Martian. today, things coming up. And now it's just all about, what do I know today? I don't need to know anything that happened before me. That's dumb. So you lose generational, like, reference points. So I think, like, trying to, like, have jokes with an 18-year-old, uh, I don't know what that is. I don't know who you're talking about. But like, but talk about a, uh area that they can figure out their skills. This social media. I mean, oh, sure. all that is, 
Well, sure, but that's that's their wheelhouse. And, we didn't have it. That's yeah. not joking. And they're and trolling's I, different. Know, like you when I'm joking about you, and you aren't in the room to give me a shot back. That's trolling. That's not taking a joke. That's attacking someone. That's malicious behavior. That's different. If you and I are going, but I'm back talking and forth, about when they're um, not even on the. You know, I said the social media part, but even when they're like talking to each other on text, and this yeah. would be like, you know, even the Kirby's in high school, and they they rib each other pretty oh, yeah. solid. But well, they're, I, they, yeah, they're flat mean to each yeah. other, which is great. But can they take a joke? Right. You know, or is it just a one-upsmanship on who can say the worst thing? Is it, it none of them take it, but you take it personally because if I start, you know, goofing on somebody, you, I'll give you a chance to knock me back and we can laugh about it. Sticks and stones. I've been saying that for years. Sticks and stones died and words became harmful because moms are nurturers and they made their kids feel like when somebody says something to you, there's nothing you can do and it does damage. No, it doesn't. It, you allow damage. That's it. You allow words to hurt you. I period. That's it. We, maybe it's just me, but we learn like, as silly and stupid as it was at the time, like uh, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, the Three Stooges, yeah. some of those things that were biting humor. Like yeah. you look like the Marx Brothers. You bring up the Marx Brothers Love all the time. They were that was biting humor. Yeah, and you got and it. Still, as sometimes a kid. you're like, "Whoa, they got away yeah. with that one." Yeah, I was in the 30s. Right, I was 40 years removed when I was born. I loved Groucho. I, I watched, as a kid, I watched You Bet Your Life reruns from the 50s because I thought this dude has, along, no, keep up. Like, has no censor. And it was also great because the like he could say you know bigotry stuff. Even when I was kid, like, oh, this guy's going after that guy for being Middle Eastern. He keeps calling him a nomad. Well, we'll even watch like Antenna TV and see the oh. Jeffersons or oh, All in the Family. And it's like, so, whoa. Yeah. So good. But like Alex's generation, they have like. The Jake Pauls and the influencers yeah. that were, they were, they're, like you said, they're flat mean in, yeah. in their videos. And that's kind of some of the humor that they learned was mean humor. And yeah. that's what they're, that's what they're but it's carrying like, forward. I don't feel like it's uh, jokes aimed at anyone. I think it's just mean out loud. Can I say the weirdest things? Can I say the, can I say the meanest thing yeah. and make it, ooh, Jake Paul's worse. That's like, the whole point of the suicide forest. Right. Yeah. That was just like controversial, but it wasn't aimed at a person. Because then they get on that bullying tangent. But, yeah, that's it. I mean, it's the, it goes back to Viktor Frankl, the greatest book of all time, Man's Search for Meaning. It's just a great line, and it's so true, which is uh, you can't take away my choice to choose how I feel. You make it, you make up your mind when words hurt your feelings on how you're going to continue on. Is this going to be bad for if, – and if you got somebody telling you what they said was so awful, it's just terrible. It's like, yeah, it was terrible, but essentially nothing happened. I learned something that that person's an asshole, and I can move on from it. But if you choose to be offended, if you choose to carry that along with you, if you choose to be hurt by it, that's you doing that. Yeah. And you're and, doing, you know, the, you're doing the word damage. So, like I said, when Pat McAfee says the thing you don't like, eh, assess where you are with that. Wow, Pat McAfee, not going to listen to him anymore. That was over the line. And you leave. You don't stay at a restaurant that keeps serving you the wrong meal. You walk out. It's the same thing with any entertainment or anything else. This is not for me. These guys, I, they don't get me, I don't get them, and it's time for me to go. This is for someone else. And let the free market decide whether or not Pat McAfee does that so often he loses the whole audience. Or if he's got a group of people that will keep him alive. You vote with your dollar. Exactly. It has nothing to do with you. That's why I don't get humorless people. It has nothing to do. they got to put some crusade on to stop everything they don't like. Patrice O'Neill, I remember him being on CNN years ago with that lady that's like, we've got to monitor 
humor because it's just getting out of line. He's like, you're not a funny person. Right. So you don't know what funny is. Well, yes, I do. It's like, no, you know what funny is to you. Right. To you. It doesn't mean it's funny to everyone else. And you can't be the arbiter of funny. Yeah. You can't be the arbiter of whether or not I'm busting Brady's balls and Brady's hurt by it. It's not up to you. Yeah. You can't, just, it, it's just annoying that it's like if Brady makes a joke towards me, somebody can't go, hey, I need to defend. That, that's insulting to me. Like if someone comes to Brady and says, hey, you're hurting his feelings. I'm like, oh, is he not strong enough as a human being to like make a joke back? I just think you're like you're Captain Sabaho right now. Let's calm down over there. If you're you know standing up for someone else is saying they can't do it. And along those lines, Texer says, "I know it happened before, but with Columbine, parents really shifted to Uber uh, Uber protective yeah, mode the hover and mode. wouldn't let anybody tease anybody about anything. Right, and so which creates probably trolling good point. And anonymous attacks. Yeah, and, yeah school, well, shooter, school shootings. Yeah, I mean that that. Yeah. Look, then, and that's what I was just going to say. Sometimes situations are different. Like, you know, the school thing would be an example. Oh, you can't take a joke, and the person is constantly joking yeah. at that person at your expense. If you get somebody attacking you, know, you and it's like, that's different. okay. It's a different situation. But then you have you to do You still have an ability to deal with it yourself. Launch, yeah. Saying. What would Kurt tell you to do if a dude just kept joking with you and attacking you? Oh, just break his balls back or <laughs> break his mouth. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Fixed it. Violence is be a man, not for the God's answer. Sake. Be a man because, yeah, is what no he would man say. In a house to tell yeah. it's like a mom saying, "Violence can't work." I'll tattle. I'll tell the principal. We'll mm-hmm. make a big stink. It'll be in the paper. We'll call Channel Three. It's embarrassing. Tell your kid, look, you might get your ass kicked, yeah. but the only way to get through this is to turn around and tell that guy, "You better knock it the <laughs> off, or there's going to be a bigger problem." Right. Be a man, yeah, and, and that's least, all it takes. Sometimes, almost the every time, because like, the person's figuring, "Oh, they don't care. Yeah. They're they're yeah. allowed. They they're taking it right." And you turn around and finally say something to them. You find a target. When Lisa and I not fighting back. got together and moved into a house together, it was like the third year we were together. The boys, Chris had never been around another kid before in the same house. Alex had step-siblings at that right. point that were kind of teasing him. So he would take it out on Chris, and Chris would get frustrated. Alex would punch him here and there, and I just told Chris one time, I said, whatever he does to you, give it back. He goes, well, I can't punch him. And I'm like, yeah, he can. If he's punching you, punch him back just as hard. And I remember when he did it right. finally, he freaked the F yeah. out. Yeah. He's like, whoa, he's fighting back. Yeah. This might end up bad for me. And yeah. then Alex, from that point forward, they kind of stopped. Yeah. I mean, the Nathan Sutherland jokes. Hilarious. Yes. I just got one. I just got an email that said, hey, we've had those, by the way, going back. We've had those loser virginity parties for years. Uh, we used to call it the annual checkup, son Larry Nasser. See, oh. you can do it. You can do it. I'm appalled. <laughs> I cannot believe. You're appalled because you don't want to face reality. Yeah. Like, oh, yuck. I don't want to talk about things that are real. God forbid you laugh. That is not funny. Maybe not, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> I would like to apologize, John, to the okay. scout leader joke I made. Yeah, you, well, today. you know what? Accurate reference point. Lots of, uh, like, what do you think of with scout leaders? That scarf and a little bit of rape. That's my first thought with scout leaders. I know they're not all doing it, but the ones that have kind of tainted the name. Catholic Father, priests? Father Dale's outside. He requests an apology immediately. <laughs> right. For the well, last 20 years. <laughs> you're kind of the face of a massive problem that's been going on for thousands of years within that church. So, you know what? You see a Catholic priest, the joke is very rarely probably didn't do it. Nope. You just see that, that guy in a dress with that collar and you're like, ah, kids. And as a joke, you're not going to get the quite the zing if you'd use Benedict the Sixth. You know, no one right. knows. You have you got gotta be current. to be specific to an actual rapist when you want to make a f- joke.
I mean, how many times? All you have to do is go on a golf course and listen to four dudes talk to each other. Like, you know, the cart girl goes by and one guy gets a little googie because she's like, I got to, you know, Mesa High School. It's like, hey, it's a, all right, Jared, step away from the cart right Everybody makes the joke. Nobody's mad. America, we have to pull a stick out of our puritanical asses and be the real people we are because behind the scenes we're jerking off to Pornhub constant and yelling at everybody anonymously online right. and then acting, you know, putting that, uh, you know, no bullying flag on our Facebook page and feel like we're confident. The environment needs our help. Like, you're not doing anything. My Pull wife, the stick out of your ass and have some fun. John, my wife gets mad at me because whenever my 13-year-old daughter says, people are rude or mean, my response to her is always, go tell them to F themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that. But a mom would tell you, don't listen to your father. There's a lot of people out there you just need to avoid. Another That's one. true. Just avoid more yep. people. Another one. John, don't you think jokes are all about intent? I'm a yep. special ed teacher who still loves a good R-word joke, but context <laughs> matters. As long as it's not malicious, it is damn funny. That's been my rule the whole time here. So long as we're not malicious. Mm -hmm. Except for Guy Fieri. F Guy Fieri. <laughs> and also Jimmy Buffett. F Jimmy Buffett. Blue. Rotten. There's a few others. 311. Uh, 311. Ah, 311. Those guys can die in a blender. Kiss. Ah, Yes, I hate them. But Boston. so long as it's not malicious, keep it on the up and up. Don't be malicious about things. Dave Pratt, <laughs> you. <laughs> Hope you accidentally get lit on fire. But I'm just saying, don't try to be, you know, mean. <laughs> and there is that person out there. And you're like, you know what? Guy's a dick. Right. Roll, and there's people on. who aren't, because they're usually not funny and they're trying. People who are trying to be funny who aren't funny can say the same things a funny person says and piss someone off. We used to have a dude in the building. That would repeat a joke I said to you. And you'd be like, I hate when that guy does. Yep. Like, you hated hearing that dude roll in and joke with you. Like, you just, there's certain dudes who are just barbed wire. And it's not funny. And it's not, like, pointed or even good. It's like, ugh. His fat joke was a little different yeah. from the well, other. Well, whether it was a fat joke yeah. or a dumb or joke. Whatever or you can't it was. do this joke. Or any joke at all. Anything from that dude's mouth at your expense. Made you want to, like, it wasn't funny. Like, but if anybody, like, a funny person you liked came in and said, ah, you're like, ha, ha, you're a jerk. Like, it was fine. But I felt the same way. Like, you're not, don't joke with me. You don't want the business end of this in a second because now I'm, I'm not, now it's coming in malicious. But America, you need to pull a stick out of your ass. Pat McAfee made a Larry Nasser joke. Now what? This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. Holmberg's morning sickness. We're protecting Michigan State's reputation now. They kept the guy there for 14 years. U.S. gymnasts? Come on. I got somebody mad at me because I said Megan Rapino looked like Martin Short. I. Put that in an email. Like, why well, my wife's in there. Like, she does. She looks just like Martin Short on her worst day. Why is that a bad thing? Martin Short's a handsome man. I think that's what she's going for, isn't it? I think I'd bang Martin Short first. Oh, absolutely. He's funny. He's, it's not, oh, the conversation yeah. after when you're, when, you're, when you're putting that bleach towel over your corona to try to get rid of that Martin Short texture <laughs> is a whole lot funnier talking to Martin Short post-coital than it would be oh, yeah. Megan Rapinoe. But they look exactly alike. I find that hysterical. Some some person emails and yeah, making fun of women. Make fun of their looks. You can make fun. Yeah, I can make fun of their looks when you look like Martin Short and you're a woman. 
That's hilarious. Boy, they turn around and laugh at the crack of your looks. I, Bob, nobody's rougher on my looks than just, me. Uh, like we've come across that, and you've said it before. Like someone, uh, I don't like that, but you'll laugh at the uh, Michael Jackson oh, jokes. Yeah, oh. it's your day to get offended, and there's other stuff. You're turning the barrel. Well, I've had ladies go, you make fun of a woman and you look like that? Yep. Yeah, you'd You're no prize. The whole time. Yep. <laughs> That's why I know what ugly is. I see it every day. <laughs> You think I'm not? You think I'm not super aware? Now turn around, because that's the only way I'm gonna you. (laughs) Oh, I got lines, Brady. You're ugly. What's your problem? Yep. Yep. Who better to uh, tell you what's ugly than a dude who stares at ugly each and every day? I'm great about it. I should be an ugly consultant. When you look like Squidward and tell people, you know, I look a little like Squidward from SpongeBob, and no one says, "Nah." Then you know. There hasn't been a soul. Like my birthday kit was last week in the office. Yeah, that post? That was a handsome picture of Squidward. (laughs) Picture of Squidward. And everybody tell John happy birthday. Hilarious. I look a little like Squidward. Oh, well. Got to make that work. There's nothing I can do about it. Although I do have a Botox appointment at the end of August. (laughs) It worked good. First time I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. I really enjoyed it, actually. You're like, you want a bigger top, a bigger forehead, and a bigger jaw. You're trying to go for full Squidward on the Botox. Well, Botox doesn't grow That's your fillers. face. That's <laughs> fillers. Fillers. That's yeah, different. That's a different thing. And maybe I'll do that someday. But if Botox started to swell me, I'm having a reaction. <laughs> yeah, it's different. You can come with me. You can get all fired up, too. Get you some Botox and clear out some of that mess. Yeah, you wake up every morning, you stare at something ugly. You're like, well, I'm an expert on that. And I can point out that Megan Rapino looks just like Martin Short. And I can say it with great authority. And am I wrong? No. Nope. There's the problem. Some people can't deal with the fact that it's real and you just don't want it spotlit. Then they should go to the Schwartz Laser Eye Center. <laughs> go to the Schwartz Laser Eye Center immediately. And instead of an eye chart, you should have pictures of uh, when they go, is it better like this or this? It's a picture of Megan Rapino and Martin Short. And whichever one's clear, t- Martin Short is clear on that one. Are you sure one that's Martin Short? Two. Is this Martin one Short? Or, or I need you to tell me Short or Rapino. Short, Rapino. Yes, there is a wrong answer. First one is short. <laughs> First one is short. Mm, no, let's check your prescription here. Oh, that's Martin. There's Ed Grimley. I know that one. Okay. Nope, that was Megan Rapino. Jesus, how big are my glasses going to be? <laughs> I see 20 Rapino. Yeah, this is, yeah, I got, I got Rapino, Rapino. <laughs> I see perfect Rapino. I can identify, uh, if you put them next to each other, I know which one is what. In the same tuxedo. They look exactly alike. <laughs> but I'm with Brett. Uh, most certainly would bang Martin Short. He's hilarious, tells yeah. good stories. Uh, talented. Megan Rapino, you'd, you know, you'd be like, that was great as you're toweling off her flat chest. That was awesome. I really enjoyed that. You know, we don't get paid equal. Oh, Christ, another mission. There we go. Martin Short, I'd be like, talk to me a little bit about the Three Amigos. Did you guys know it sucked while you were making it, or was it something? (laughs) Do your Jerry Lewis impression. (laughs) You can't tell Megan Rapinoe to break out an impression. You know, when I was first having gay sex. Great stuff, Martin. Martin, this is amazing. Megan, do your uh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis was a misogynist and part of the patriarchy. See, who? why do you think I want to f*** this guy first? <laughs> yeah, next time you look at her. I, I probably ruined Megan Rapinoe for a lot of people. It's my I, just, I just took a look. And? you and? Yeah, you're, uh, you're on it pretty good. 
I haven't seen her in a while. I've ruined the offspring for a lot of people saying they sound exactly. You haven't the, ruined it. Yeah. yeah. But there is a similarity. Oh, was it something that you needed, like you can't knock off a pedestal? Ruining that no, wasn't No, there hard. wasn't. I, she kind of ruined really it herself. Oh. You weren't jerking off to Megan Rapinoe in the yeah. first place. No, I, I hope not. Yeah. Well, if you were. Short size her eye center right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go catch a kid. You need this twenty yeah. rapina. Oof, what are you doing? Merton Shorts playing soccer. I thought I'd give it a tug. Wasn't yeah. that bad, you know? Hey. I'd give it a I'd give it a run for the stories. Guess who I did it with last night? I don't I, it was either Martin Short or Megan Rapino, but either way it's hilarious. You're not sure? Dude, no. There was a time when she looked over her shoulder and goes, you're giving it to me good, I must say. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I think that is Martin Short. I think I'm nailing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, played his triangle and ran around the room for a second. This is really good sex, I must say. It's an old character. Uh, it's 17. What do you got on the big board of hilarious musical uh, entertainment? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Get those kids a bike. Don't sit in the line out in front of the school. Action Ride Shop's got everything going on for you guys. Uh, all in stock. Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are on sale all month long. So why drop the kids off? Make the fat asses pedal to school. ActionRideShop.com or go talk to Josh, Lance, and Brian and the boys. They'll take care of you. On the list, uh, Hailstorm, <laughs> Static X, Dead, Mudvayne, Deftones, yeah. uh, Stained. Pantera, Van Halen, ACDC, Metallica. Give him the dog a bonus for that virginity party, probably, huh? And Jamie's crying's another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soak it around the fur. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Around the fur, Deftones for the virginity party. That should be the theme to your kid's virginity party. I mean, I don't... Does Pornhub teach your kids daily maintenance of that area? Or do moms actually talk There's to their There's probably daughters? some... TikTok influencers that... About uh, shaving down yeah, south? talking about it. And when does that start? I don't know. I, 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 I Google it. Yeah, I, 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 don't Google I don't know. Don't Google when should a girl... <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. But yeah, I just know how that talk has to go. Like keeping it high and tight. Well, when... Um, <laughs> Not I think it's up. Yeah, well, yeah, you get high and tight. Yeah, you get the sides all shaped. It's a one. You put it on a one. Let the top go. Because the mom has to talk about you know uh, grooming the legs, legs, armpits, all that. What stuff. Do you say? And then get up there because you know dudes yep. like it this way. I don't think they say it for the dudes. Then why else? But then mom's got to keep. No, but you. Right, but then mom's got to keep up with the styles and the trends because yeah. you know back in the day it was full seventies and then it went to landing strips yeah. and you know then complete you know bush and, maintenance has yeah. had a lot of different variations yeah. like my mom so would have got to keep up with it. My so what you're saying it's going to swing back around? God, I hope, I hope not. I hope oh. not. I hope. Look, ladies, whatever you did there, I don't know. I'm porn did that. Yeah, I mean, if it looks porn like you got it. Tina Turner in a in a leg lock down there, forget it. <laughs> I'm your private dancer. <laughs> your muffled vagina singing an 80s song. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the uh, it's porn. Porn gave us that. Hey, you can cut those hairs? I didn't know that. And then everybody did. Once VHS became kind of normal. Yeah. That was a big, big uh, wow. bunch of some clippers. Playboy. Yeah. Well, we talked about that. Playboy yeah. didn't, didn't really get we into the show. a lot longer but, than you thought. But in the 90s, like it taught us, oh, 
you can trim that. Because I don't think people prior to that even – like I thought – I think back in the 70s and early 80s, women thought if I, if I do anything with this stuff, I'm going to get diseases. I didn't even like put it in a form. It was just full-on Leo Sayer down there. It was a big afro. And then, you know, in the 90s, they're like, oh, you can cut it and style it? I'm doing that. I love the 90s. And I do, too. <laughs> the 90s made everything better. We got computers, the yep. internet, shave box. It was just the best. Thank you, Clinton. <laughs> you are welcome. I gave you computer porn. I gave you better technology. And I gave you a smooth... <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Hillary's gigantic fur bucket. I tell you what, man, that is like a barbershop floor poured out on two sticks. <laughs> I think I half time I'm down there on her, I, I wait for Ice Cube to come up and say, next. Oh. It's a- <laughs> the chair's empty. Come on in, sit down. What's all this hair? I bet you Hillary's got a... Oh, oh that thing has to be out of control. No. No way. That Groomed. Thing is- nope. No way. Groomed for the lady. She knows Bill ain't going in there. Of course, Bill would go in anywhere. We've seen what he does. I don't care. I'm a trooper. I'd make out with the top of Dr. J's head. I don't care. I liked it. No, Brady. She's filling out that pantsuit. Oh, yeah. That's puffy in front. Yep. It looks like a whole bunch of dead worms leaning up against fabric. Look like Oscar Gamble from those old baseball cards <laughs> yeah, in the seventies. Sometimes I used to, when she was asleep, Brett. Sometimes I would draw little eyes on her thighs and put a Cleveland Indians hat on top of the muff. <laughs> Just to, I look, I got Oscar Gamble in bed with me. There it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My favorite one's the Indians one because it pops out the sides like Krusty the Clown. And let me tell you about Hillary's clown mouth. Ugh. Anyway, you're welcome for the nineties. I, I used to have that baseball card of Oscar Gamble right there notoriously cool afro in baseball. And then the Yankees, when he just pops it up on his, it's just sitting on top of his hat, on his head. It's just, it's just, <laughs> clown hair. Looks like Bozo, where yeah, we right? would just stick out on the yeah, sides. Peripherally, how in the world did he see? I don't know. That's hilarious. Yeah, Oscar Gamble was there. Oh, here he is without the hat. Oh, oh that is a that has to be a rare card. Busty fro right ah. there. Look at that. I'm envious of the Afro. I'd look silly with one, but if I, I want to see up. him in action, is there any old highlights of uh, him? I don't know. Like making a play with <laughs> that flowing hair? Uh, no, but his hair would occasionally snag a grounder. Right. You, you're not getting it past Oscar. <laughs> if the glove missed it, the hair pulled it in. It's like the Ivy at Wrigley. His hair just, you'd lose baseballs in there. It's a ground rule double. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do the uh, around the fur from the Deftones, or Deftones, as it were. You got it ready? Look Rick? at the slide. Look at that there, hair. There's giant <laughs> hair sliding into the third. <laughs> That's awesome. God, I wish I could grow an afro. Uh, being at Killer Mike last night, I saw a couple, and I'm like, damn it. I envy that. That and a good eraser-type fade. Like oh, there, uh, look, uh, my hair was just brutal. Oh. I envy uh, big afros and fades and stuff like that. I couldn't do it. Yeah, having a fro. But the Oscar Gamble, he's the most famous fro in sports. Big hair and plastic grass? Is that what that yeah, is? I guess, yeah. <laughs> That's the website? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball's had a few great ones, too. Oh. oh but Oscar, the Oscar was, yeah, there's the old. Oh, stop showing awesome. This is porn for uh, us. <laughs> Artist Gilmore. Good. Artist Gilmore. A beautiful one. We got a few good fros going in the uh, pros right now. 
There's some good stuff going on, but yeah. Oh, Oscar Campbell. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. 